Hi Snacks, this is Mickey and I have an announcement to make. At the beginning of the year, I started a weight loss journey. Today, I have lost 45 pounds. It's a great achievement, but it was definitely hard on my mental health. Like many of our listeners, I have a tough relationship with food. I do enjoy producing this podcast for you all, so I will remain on the team, but I will be taking a break from hosting this podcast. I just want to thank everyone that has encouraged me over the past few months. I was able to share my diabetic journey on Instagram and that my blood sugar levels were at a non-diabetic level, which is amazing. Through Smack Snack, I was able to live and amplify voices like mine. This podcast means so much to me and you all mean so much to me, and I'm so grateful to be on this journey. So I will miss you, but I'll be behind the scenes. Thanks so much for listening. What narrative am I representing if it's my heritage that I'm resenting? I've identified with those who colonize my folks, brown from head to toe, but inside I'm hollow like a coconut. No longer shall I follow, but educate the foes of the oppressed, the ones who take from less, because I've been blessed with opportunities, but rejected my parents. How is that fair when they struggled with so much? Mom and pops working nine to five to barely make enough, leaving the islands in hopes for a life of lavish and lush. My success won't be measured as such. It will come from understanding the resilience of the PI, the power of his people and the source of his pride. The ones who kiss Magellan goodbye, survivors of the cowboys, the pirates and the samurai. Harmonize, not colonize, my slanted eyes don't make my vision wide, they make my vision large. And if how far I go is measured by how much I know, then I pray for growth. For my roots in the sand, I leave my hands up and hope that I reap what I sow. May my ulo be wise and my puso be whole. From the churches to the streets, from the mountains to the beach, I'm praying for my peeps. God bless the Philippines. Welcome back to Spack Snack, the Seattle Progressive Asian American Christian Podcast, where we talk about what we're eating and what's eating us. I'm Mickey. I go by he, him pronouns. Just a quick note, we are recording this remotely, so we apologize for any audio inconveniences. We're doing this over Anchor and Facebook. On this quarantine Minnesota, you just heard a poem from my brother, so brother... Can you introduce yourself, name, pronouns, what you do, and most importantly, what did you just eat? Um, hey, everybody. My name is Jonathan. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. Um, currently, I am studying at the University of Washington, and I'm applying for a journalism major. Um, and I just ate, the last thing I ate that's worth mentioning is Greek fries from Aladdin's. What is that? Is that a restaurant in the U District? Yeah, Aladdin's is on University Avenue, and uh, the dish itself is like lamb with um, feta cheese and like a special sauce that they use themselves. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. I I um, have I had low carb pancit, so um, it was mushroom noodles that is low carb, um, and then just like soy sauce. I put some fish sauce. 
I've been craving mom's um, affettata lately. And so I haven't seen mom in almost a month and I haven't had her cooking. Um, so I've been craving that. So I put a little bit of affettata seasoning to get some of that flavor. Um, but yeah, I had, I had that. That's good. Uh, David and I are talking about cooking, um, and David's our other brother. Um, we're I just moved in with him, and we're gonna be cooking adobo for all of the roommates soon. So. Oh, nice! That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me more about the poem. The poem caught my attention because, uh, to me, it was the first time I saw you fully embracing our Filipino, um, heritage. Um, how did it come about, and why did you write the piece? Um, so I wrote the piece mostly for a, a grade because I took an Asian American studies class last quarter at UW. Um, but also just being in that class actually just raised my awareness of all the struggles and all the things that AAPI groups go through. And it was actually kind of weird because like when I was learning all this stuff, I was just like, dang, like I don't really know myself, you know, yeah. I don't really know this, like the history or the heritage or any of that stuff. And then like we talked about what's called a banana or a coconut, right? Like brown on the outside, one on the inside. And I'm like, dang, that is me. You know, like, and I, so the poem itself is just kind of like my experience of like being born an American citizen, kind of being away from my roots and kind of rejecting it. And then just seeing the struggles that Asian Americans go through, like with immigration and like with colonization and not really knowing who they are themselves, but going back to those roots and redefining those things. Yeah, I think, so something of why I asked you to be on this podcast was I think that there are a bunch of people who are just, you know, now understanding their heritage, their racial identity. Um, And I think it is refreshing just because in our group alone, I feel like a lot of people have done work um, and I think it's it's really important to shine light on people who are just starting. So that's why I asked you on the podcast, um, just because I want to highlight that, you know, not everyone is there in recognizing and reconciling their um, racial identity. And so I just want to ask, like, what your experience has been so far since taking that class? Like, what have you done? Um uh, you know, to even like, if we think about our times now, like looking mm-hmm. at um, COVID-19 and seeing all of the racism, the racist attacks, like, yeah, what have you been experiencing and how have you been um, coming into your racial identity? Yeah, um, well, I think like one of the most, like the thing I could take away most from the class is like, I wanted to do a minor in diversity, which I thought was cool. really cool. So next quarter or this quarter right now, I'm taking Filipino history, um, American ethnic studies, um, and then world world music as well. Um, but with like the racism going on today, I just it was funny. Like we were at Safeway the other day, and my roommate sneezed, and some dude just started booking it. Like he ran away from us, and it was just like, wow. "What? Um, bless you? What the? Yeah, um, <laughs> bless you." <laughs> like. Um, so it's just weird seeing people being treated differently because, you know, I mean, it is a scary time that we're living in right now. Um, but just seeing the fear that it brings to like the Asian American community. And when you think about like the international district in Seattle, like they're losing business and all that. So it's, it's, it's 
been really bad. I mean, I think for us as a family, like Jade Garden is such a staple in our family. And um, that goes back ever since Ate moved, right? Like we have been going to Jade for years, like 10 plus years, probably even 13. Um, And to see that it was vandalized was shocking for me. How did you feel about that? Yeah, actually, actually, I didn't know that. That was that's surprising to hear right now. Oh, you but didn't hear about that? I didn't hear about that. But that's really upsetting because, like, cause like what did they do, you know? Like, it's not like they they want this, right? It's not like we want this. And I think it just, like, plays a lot on, like, people being uneducated and, like, ignorant about, like, just how, like, how connected we are opposed to, like, how different we are. Man, what what wild times we're living in. Um, I'm sure that a lot of your experiences growing up influences your art. Um, so what from growing up in Guam and then going to high school in the mainland, um, either negatively or positively affected your art? Um, I would say like the main influence is probably a negative thing too, but I feel like a bunch of art is like drawn upon like negative experiences, but it's funny because like um, I have a twin, you know, David, our, my brother, your, our brother. Yeah. Um, but like even in high school, you know, I still felt lonely, like even having a twin just because like I didn't feel like I belonged. Mm-hmm. And I guess we didn't belong together, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like that experience and those feelings like transfer over to like, the way I feel, the way I've been treated, you know, and that kind of goes into the work, into the art. Yeah. How about yourself? Because you read poems as well, right, Michael? Yeah. Mike. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so my family still calls me Michael. Our listeners know me as Mickey. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot, at least what's happening now with me is, um, so I've been on a weight loss journey um, and I've lost 45 pounds since the start of the year. Um, and it's been hard because I'm, I've been getting like messages from guys that ignored me when I weighed 300 pounds. And now I'm like around 245, 250. Um, and I, those same guys who used to ignore me are people that are messaging me now. And it's just hard to like see that change in difference of like, wow, like I'm still the same person, but you don't see me as the same person. You ignored my message. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of what I'm writing now is about like my body um, and that change in how I'm being perceived. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of my experience too is that like not feeling like I belong. And I think it's for Filipinos as well, like because we come from such a, a diverse colonization. So we were like colonized by Spain. Um, there was like, Asian trading, um, there was, you know, the native Pacific Islanders who inhabited the Philippine Islands, um, and then, like, the U.S. taking over, and then still, like, this, like, um, love for being white and being an American, like, you know, all of our cousins wanting to be, like, thinking that we have better lives because we're in America. Um, I think that, uh, 
that is where a lot of my poetry comes from. And I don't remember, uh, I don't know if you remember, but I used to write a lot of poetry describing myself as soil. Mm -hmm. um, being, you know, things can grow out of me. And I think a lot of my poetry when I talked about being soil was like understanding that brown is beauty, you know? Like mm -hmm. we went to a white Mormon high school <laughs> and I remember feeling so isolated from everyone um especially like there's a lot of things like being queer um even though i didn't know in high school and you did <laughs> you knew i was gay in high school before i did um being brown being you know a person of size um and feeling isolated and understanding that those different identities make me beautiful and it's not something i should run away from and it sounds like your journey right now too mm -hmm. is like understanding that, like understanding you're beautiful as a brown person, as mm -hmm. a Filipino. Um, yeah. That's funny. Cause like, I remember when you first joined this group and you told the family, you told me and we were living together at the time, I think. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. Like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. You know, like white people aren't evil which they're not, you know, but like just the importance of knowing like, the importance of our value is what I'm coming to know more. Yeah, and I think it's it's hard when we live in such a a society in a world where whiteness is the norm, right? It's normality. Right. And if you think about like everyone right now feel feels displaced because our normal has not been the same for like almost four weeks now, or even mm -hmm. four weeks or more, and like. So for people of color, like in a society where white is normal, white is mainstream, white is the goal, like it is hard for us to feel that sense of worth when a lot of what we're taught is our, our worth, especially like, I don't know if you remember, but like growing up as a child, like mom used to buy us skin whitening. So, you know, like even our physical bodies, our value is in how light skin we are. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also um, one thing I thought of, like, well, there was me subconsciously thinking, like, I shouldn't be Filipino or I should be more white. Or if it was like something like mom and dad kind of forced upon us, like it made me think like that's like there's a lot of, of reasons or like things to fall back on when I thought about why I ran away from those things. You know? Yeah. And there's a lot of things that led to that. But. I think it was really cool for me to kind of find full circle my way back around. So, yeah. Or finding my way back around. So. I'm so excited. Um, I love your art. Your art is fire. I'm so excited that, um, you know, you're on this journey and I can't wait for, um, you know, those art when you like fully like come into as you learn more, as you, you know, understand your place and your voice like i'm so excited for your art john well thank you yeah thank you so let's take a short break um and then we'll be right back okay sounds good spack snack is brought to you by creativity feeling a bit wonky as you do your part to flatten the curve whether writing poetry or short stories, painting, knitting, creating music, or whipping up a dish from pantry items, 
Creativity brings light into dark times. Creativity can be found within yourself and it's free to download. And you don't have to leave your house to get it. Try creativity today. Creativity, the art and beauty within you being displayed. Welcome back. This is Mickey. I'm with my brother, John. And John, I don't think you actually have mentioned, besides poetry, what else that you do. Do you want to do you want to take this time to talk uh, to our listeners about what you do? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I also rap. Uh, a bunch of my videos are on Instagram and I'm on SoundCloud as well. Um, my Instagram is Kuya B. That's K-U-Y-A underscore B-E-A-T. Um, and so, yeah, it's like music is something I'm passionate about. I definitely love poetry as well. Uh, just writing lyrics in general, I think, is just one of my great ways to like blossom. Yeah. What are your hopes for the future? You know, we before the break, we talked about like you're learning more about your racial identity and things like that. So what do you hope for the future? Um, in the near future, or like I guess the immediate one is because I'm I mentioned I'm applying for my program. So getting into that would be great. Um, and then I'm still looking for some internships, you know, fingers crossed, God willing, um, that I can get like a radio internship or something in broadcasting, which is like, it's really great to be on here because this is a podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. You guys are doing this. Um, um, yeah. what, what about music wise and artistic wise? Like what do you hope for the future? Um, yeah, as soon as it's clear to kind of start going out again, um, there's a studio I get to use at UW uh, Seattle, which is really awesome, but I can't record until, you know, it's open again. Yeah. Uh, but I do have a lot of lyrics that I wrote. I've been working with a lot of friends who make beats, and I've been a part of online communities as well, like people looking for rappers and people looking for audio engineers, which has been really cool. So. Yeah, that's so rad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what are you What are you snacking on as we end our show? What am I snacking on? Um, so uh, lately, all of our roommates, um, we've been watching Containment, which has been really <laughs> good. So, is that a uh, series or is that a movie? It's a series. There's a movie called Contagion. There's a Netflix series called Containment. It's really good. What so. is it about? It sounds like an awful idea to watch right now. It's a really awful idea to watch right now, but yeah, it's about a super virus. So, oh my gosh! Yeah. How about you? What are you snacking on? Um, I I'm missing volleyball right now. Um, so I guess what I'm snacking on is um a lot of Beachbody on demand, which is kind of a Netflix for workouts. There's different programs that you can do and watch and stream. And so I just did um, Size. I don't know if you saw Atha's uh, uh, video yeah, of her mom. <laughs> her mom dancing. So I did that with my, my roommate last night. Uh, we did uh, Bruno Mars Treasure. I think it's Bruno Mars. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we did that last night. So I'm, I'm uh, snacking on that. I think I'm also just snacking on how much time we have to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like our family, like when was the last time we did game night and we did that a couple of weeks back. And um, by the time this episode airs, 
uh, it would have been our authors and you and David, your twins' birthday. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like next Saturday, the 11th, we are planning a, a sibling birthday party to celebrate. And I don't know when we even did that, for, you know. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that are that should be normal that we're experiencing right now that we should carry on after the end of this. Yeah, yeah. So um, thanks, John, for coming on and sharing your words. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you, Snacks, for joining us again. We hope that you are keeping safe and sound in your homes. This podcast is generously hosted by the lovely people at Diverging Mag, and our audio editor is our very own Thomas Yang. The podcast artwork is created by another amazing SPAC, Kelly Comarita Martel. The music is also by another SPAC, Chucky Kim. For more premium SPAC content, you can follow us on Instagram at SPAC, that's S-P-A-A-C underscore snack, S-N-A-C-C. Feel free to slide into our DMs with snackmendations, feedback, your own stories, and all of that good stuff. Until next time, stay hungry and stay thirsty. Bye! Who's your favorite? Uncle John.